The internet is crammed full of information, some of which is educational, some of which is entertaining, and some of which is unexplainable, according to those who write it. Shipped High in Transit is a podcast that aims to investigate unexplained phenomena and present the evidence and facts with the objective of proving or disproving those urban legends from around the world. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Shipped High in Transit, the podcast where we debunk popularly held beliefs and stories. The show is based on a conversation we had a while back where our friend Ira said that the word shit was an acronym for shipped high in transit because the methane released from wet manure being transported by ship caused explosions and to stop this, S-H-I-T was printed on the sides of the containers so they stayed dry. This turned out to be untrue and so the idea was born to have a show devoted to this subject. Each episode will usually encompass two hosts who will bring a story each which has either been debunked or is unexplained. These are split by listener interactions and quick shits, which are bite-sized debunkings, which can be expanded upon in later episodes if they prove to be interesting enough or are voted for by you, the listener. Hello, I'm Ant, and this week I will be talking about the myth surrounding KFC and why they were made to change the name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC. And I'm Tom, uh, and this week, oh, this episode, I will be talking about a rather spooky Italian mummy who appears to open and close her eyes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strap yourself in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then later on in the show, there shall be a couple of quick shits. Yes. Yes. Which I hope we've explained. Which sounds worse than it actually is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, Yes. There is a, uh, a set of crypts, uh, catacombs, in fact, in a, a capuchin monastery in Palermo and Sicily. Yeah, now a ca- catacomb is like a mass tomb, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially. Um, <clears throat> and what it is, uh, below this capuchin monastery, they outgrew their cemetery for where they buried their monks. Oh, okay. Uh, back in the 16th century. So um, what happened was the monks began to... They uh, they excavated these crypts below it, and in um, and they would embalm and mummify the uh, the monks that had died there. Right. And in the following centuries, it became a bit of a status symbol to be entombed in the Capuchin catacombs. Right. This well, is going to be quite difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, local, I want to say celebrities, but not celebrities like uh, notable. Uh, members members of the society yeah. uh, in Palermo. So like that little old man you always see yeah. propping up the end of the bar yeah, that, that everybody guy, knows. Yeah. That guy, Mares, <laughs> <Yeah>. the like, <laughs> um, would ask to be preserved in certain clothes or even have their clothes changed at regular intervals. Right. They wrote it into their wills that they would be placed in this catacomb. Uh, the priests wore their clerical vestments, others were clothed according to the contemporary fashion at the time. Um, and relatives would then visit to pray for the deceased and also maintain the body in a presentable condition. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and obviously, the as with most things to do with the church, church donations paid for the upkeep of the deceased. Each new body was placed in a temporary niche and then placed into a more permanent place um, as long as the contribution, uh, as long as the contributions continued, and the body remained there. Yeah. But as soon as the relatives stopped paying. Yeah. The body was put aside on a shelf until they resumed payment. So it was a bit oh, okay, like yeah. have your loved one 
It's not the big yellow box. As Mountains. long as you pay for your container. Yeah, yeah. You can, <laughs> you can keep your stuff keep there. It. Otherwise, it's going to get chucked up on that shelf, yeah. auctioned off. Yeah, well, it was just fair enough. I mean, the upkeep for things like <clears> that costs money, you know. And yeah, space. precisely. It's like space in a cemetery. Like, I know my family members, we've got plaques okay. in a cemetery. Because mm. obviously they were cremated, obviously they were cremated, you know. Yeah, obviously. Where people got cremated, we've got a plaque, you know. And if you don't pay for it, they take it the plaque away, but they keep it, yeah, just in case you want to carry it's the on. same. It's the it's same kind of uh, the same kind of deal, except yeah. that this is with Mummified the actual remains. bodies. Yeah, um, and the last uh, the last burials actually it went on from uh, the the sixteen and seventeen hundreds right through until nineteen twenty. Oh, really? Yes. Um, and what they would do is they kind of almost rotate. There's a massive set of catacombs with yeah. you know uh something like eighty thousand mummies wow. down there um now most of them over time have become desiccated because they didn't embalm them properly oh okay. and uh there are some pretty uh gruesome images right. um where basically all that's left is a skeleton wearing whatever clothes they were put down there in yeah um <clears throat> there is however one uh one mummy down there of a two-year-old girl called Rosalia Lombardo. Mm. Um, and she died on the 6th of December, 1920, of pneumonia. Right. And her father, Mario Lombardo. It's Italian. It's, it's, it's Italian. Italy, yeah. It's Italian. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he approached um, an embalmer called Alfredo Salafia. Yeah. Um, and he asked her, him to preserve her because he'd heard that his techniques were the best. Right, yeah. And it's spooky quite how fresh she looks yeah. even today. This is nearly 100 years on. Yeah, it's closing in on that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's actually a really good photograph. The, the, the original article that I posted to the Ship Tie in Transit website the facebook page the facebook page and the twitter page was um it's quite grainy footage yeah um but there are better more kind of high def photos of her yeah and it's unnerving right yeah yeah i Um, can imagine i mean even the one on the wikipedia article for example yeah very very clear and it just looks like a girl sleeping it's yeah, it, yeah. I mean, like mummified, like very well preserved remains. Like, creepy enough as it is, but yeah. when it's a child, yeah, particularly a girl, mm. for some reason, like like in films and things, little ghostly girls, yeah, just a lot scarier there's than anything nothing, else. There's nothing more creepy than the sound of a, a small girl laughing in a corner. Oh, when you can't, you, do you oh, know what I mean? I'm getting shivers yeah, now. Exactly. Stop. <laughs> Stop um, it. But anyway, he was so grief stricken, he went to Alfredo Salafia. Yeah, to get her embalmed, and he never wrote down or he never um, gave away the secrets to his um, his embalming, and the they they've X-rayed the body over years as yeah. well, and it shows that all the organs are intact. So he didn't even do he didn't even do a cavity excavation. So he didn't leave or bring out take out all the organs. No. Yet. Oh, so he like embalmed is, those as well. She is intact. That's entirely intact. Kind of, um, yeah. And there has been small signs of decomposition, as you would expect, oh, after yeah, 100 yeah, years. Yeah. But um, the, the strangest thing is that um, some of them were put in glass cabinets, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like Rosalia um, was put in a glass cabinet. And um, obviously, because people can visit 
the tombs and take pictures. You're not supposed to take pictures, but people do. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, because um, I imagine over the years all the flash photography and stuff would affect, like the sun, affect yeah. a, a poster on a exactly. wall or something. Yeah. Um, but the strangest thing has been noticed about Rosalia is that like her eyes open slightly throughout yeah. the day and close again. That's a little bit creepy. Yeah. And people believe that she might be because she's got all of her organs yeah, and stuff. She might there, there may be some witchcraft at play in which that she's still, you know, undead effectively yeah, yeah. Because, because this man didn't give away his techniques. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one knows how it how it how it happened. She um, might be like one of his Horcruxes or something. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got a little bit of his soul inside. Exactly, she's alive. Yeah, you've got. A, it's like uh, apparently um, Jack White, the musician, used to make furniture before right. he became a musician but on each and every piece of furniture he made he wrote a poem oh really even if he covered it over with fabric so if you had a piece of furniture made by jack white there is a poem in it yeah okay just another so little, little bit piece of, of himself information. yeah exactly himself like alfredo salafia left a little maybe perhaps left a bit of himself in uh, in rosalia we'll probably not talk about that yeah, hold on. <laughs> that's a bit you tree territory isn't it yeah um <laughs> Um, but yeah she's supposed to move her eyelids several times throughout the day and there are time lapse videos of this set over two hours where in fact yes I did look at one and it is terrifying yeah yeah Um, apparently in 2009 um, uh, an uh, an anthropologist uncovered notes left by Salafia about his embalming methods and um it's it's quite interesting. I'm not going to go into it because it's all to do with the well, chemical com- post show notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, he also only used one incision point and just pumped her full of it. The chemicals used the to embalm her. Yeah, sorry, that was a bad choice. This <laughs> yes. is awful, isn't it? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is supposed to be creepy. I'm just. Well, I think I'm taking it in a different, <laughs> different, creepy different t- f- f- form of creepiness. Yeah. So, I mean, um, this is a video that's quite widely. But, yeah. The the, the creepy so. thing is that you know, her eyes open and close. And what um, what has since been explained is that um, it's to do with moisture retention in the glass case that she was buried in. Yeah, it makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. Um, effectively, it wasn't as watertight as the new case that she's been put into now. They yeah. also say that it's down to um, reflect- refraction of light so it's hitting, like shadows. Yeah. yeah, so it's shadows and it's, you know, it, it's an optical illusion, oh, effectively. Right. Yeah. Is that her eyes were never fully closed in the first place. Oh, I see. But because of the way the light hits the glass and refracts the light into your own eyes, it looks yeah. like her eyes are closed. And then when the light changes... They, they open. Like they're open. And it's I suppose like, if there's moisture in the glass, so that's also refracting would, light more. Yeah, but they it, would also contract and... Yeah, yeah, with the moisture in the skin as it dries, yeah. the, the the skin will shrink. Yeah, precisely. And they think since they they say, sorry, since they've moved her to this new more high tech, completely watertight and airtight container to stop her decomposing more than anything. Right, yeah. Um she's actually stopped blinking. Yeah. 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 So um so yeah, not quite as creepy as it starts out to be. No. A tragic story. Um, yeah, a two year old, um, yeah. But yeah, not not the undead, just... Not, yeah, not just, something that people should just believe because they were told it's true. Yeah, yeah. 
But I thought that was quite interesting. It's very interesting. Obviously, we'll post <coughs> the, the the notes. We'll put in the show notes. Yeah. We'll post links to all the articles we use. I mean, there's um, the the website I've been using predominantly for this is uh, io9.com. Io9, which is quite a, yeah, yeah. So and I've fleshed it out with facts from Wikipedia. From everywhere else, yeah. yeah. I think that's the secret. <laughs> I mean, people that listen to this might go, well, you know, you just go to Snopes and Io9 nope. and look for stuff, and it's like. Yeah, sometimes we will find articles from there, but we will look we'll around and find other research. stuff. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, it's quite <clears throat> interesting that one. Because mm, mm. yeah. at first, when you see the pictures of her, the thing is, knowing the truth doesn't take away the fact that no, it's creepy. It's still <laughs> looking it's still at the video, freakish. the time lapse yeah, video, yeah. the pictures. It's still scary. Yeah, it's still creepy. And it there are other be. stories I'm sure we'll tell later yeah, on in the future. That are the same, you know. No, that's a really good mm. article. It's Yes, well explained as well. It makes sense. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, any quick shits you've got? Uh, well, actually, I will say, uh, <clears throat> after the first episode, two months ago. Yes, it's but, been I mean, a long time. If you're listening to this way into the future, it won't it seem won't that matter. long ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, is it Meg asked us a question? Helen. Helen. Hypothetical it? Helen. Hypothetical Helen, yes. yes. Sorry, because I know Meg contributes to our other yeah, show yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, she did contribute a... Uh, this is Helen. A question. <laughs> Helen did, yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, she said, I have a question for you to solve for me. At the moment, I'm seeing uh, dead pheasants next to the road every day. Someone told me that the reason pheasants are always getting hit by cars is because the males are hugely territorial. Basically, the way they see off intruders is to charge at them and attack them. They get sick of these noisy cars driving through their territory, so these brave males stand by the road and then fiercely charge at the next car to cha- chase it off their territory. Yeah. Of course, the pheasant meets an unfortunate end. Sounds like bullshit to me, although I like the idea of these valiant cock pheasants chasing <laughs> cars out of their territory. Yeah, so, which is a, actually a fantastic question yeah. for this kind of show because yeah. it's something that people talk about and just take... <clears throat> someone tells you in a, in a tone of voice that's quite mm. authoritative and you just take um, it for you, granted yeah um now i did look into it and i found a few websites which i didn't didn't, didn't load up but i can remember but i mm. did also uh contact the uh uk gamekeepers association yes. i believe it was yes. and i did send them an email and ask and unfortunately i didn't hear anything back from no. them they must probably too busy clearing up pheasants probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they uh, I, I did look around and I, I I asked this question of Google and places like that and it seems that it is true and it does right. make a lot of sense mm. but you can never be sure no I mean unfortunately as well another thing that happens is uh, a lot of game is fed from the back of a truck right in a lot of places they feed animals from the back of a truck like you go for a safari they feed lions off the back of I a see. truck and tigers and I have heard in a recent episode that they do feed pheasants from the back of a truck in certain areas right so they get enough nutrients for when the gun clubs come and they want to hunt i see and shoot so i mean that could be a reason they chase cars as well if they're mm. part of one of those but yeah i mean they could or just possibly be... there's feed in the road still but possibly yeah or yeah or or they are just defending their territory mm. or they're just can stupid because they're birds <laughs> i mean i don't think you can guarantee it and if you mm. did ask a gamekeeper he'd probably go yeah you know it might be yeah. So I don't think there is a definitive answer, unfortunately. We have tried. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we can we, continue to we try. Will, no, I think we should continue until we get a... Uh, until we get a definitive yeah, answer. But yeah, yeah, I mean... From someone in authority. I think ultimately it's one of those things that's like, <laughs> at, at the minute we are at a stage well where be. it could be true. Mm. From what you said about the feeding and stuff like yeah, that. It, yeah, it depends if they're fed that way or not. Mm. It's... Mm. 
But yeah, I mean, I like the idea of because they are quite territorial. Yeah. So it could very well be that. I mean, I have just seen pheasants wandering in a road on my way to work. True. So the the, the stupid. stupid. (laughs) So there's that. Um, So thank you very much for your email. We will endeavour. We will try to get, you know. Once hunting season and everything's over. Yeah. And gamekeepers might be less busy. We'll see. I actually, stupidly, I know um, some people who do kind of outdoorsy stuff. They're very into nature and I should have asked them and I didn't. Oh, maybe you still can do. Yeah. Maybe I'll try for next time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're still going to look into it, but at the moment that seems to be the most likely thing. Yeah. I guess it's territorial or it's just feeding habits. Yeah. Perhaps. So I'm sorry we haven't equivocally answered your question, Helen, but we've done our best so far. Yeah. So, um, quick shits onto quick shits. Yes. Um, I did have a few, I mean, I'm probably only going to go for a couple. Mm. I was, because mine's food based, I was going to go for some food quick shits. One of them I do have is the guy that supplied me with my main uh, myth today. Mm-hmm. He also told me after the fact that apparently margarine is only one molecule away from being plastic. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, you know, ugh, that's gross, which unfortunately is totally untrue. Yeah, totally. Because plastic is a, a polymer. Yeah. Which and margarine, margarine isn't. isn't. <laughs> so, you know, there's that difference. And also, one molecule makes a huge difference. Yeah, we share 99% of our genes with monkeys. Yes, uh, like and apes, actual yes. chimpanzees. Exactly. But and and uh, water mm-hmm. is one molecule away from being um, hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> this is I believe. True. So it's like that one molecule makes a... Ma- I told him that. I said, yeah. so you're going to stop drinking water? Fucking yeah. I mean, he was pissing about. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah, one molecule does make a complete difference to yeah. the chemical structure. Chemistry is a lot more advanced than just going, well, you know, that's very close yeah. chemically, so it must be the same. <laughs> no. And he's like, so why doesn't margarine go rotten then? It's like, well, because that's the way it was designed. Yeah. It's preservatives and things like that. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sure there's other things that don't go. Honey doesn't go off. Yeah, and that's totally natural. Yeah. So, yeah, margarine is not one molecule away from being plastic. No. And even if it was, so what? So we've debunked that for that one person. <laughs> yeah, and anyone else that might have heard that myth, because yeah. it's one of those things, you hear it from one person, then you start spotting it popping up around <clears> Facebook. <throat> it happens a lot. Um, also, these are ones that I kind of want people to vote on if they're interested about it. Um, yes. I've got a couple we could roll into one, which is about... Um, it's commonly believed that NASA invented Velcro and space pens. Mm. That uh, turns out not to be true. I see. Which we can go into more detail if people want us to do. Uh, people don't only use 10% of their brains. Do we not? No, apparently not. Oh. And the dead before you hit the ground myth. Ah, uh, yes. Which is commonly believed. Mm. Like when you commit suicide, people believe you die before you hit the ground, which doesn't which turns out not to be entirely of a, true. Of a heart attack or something, isn't yeah. it? Or something yeah. like that. Or the air fills with... Or shock. Or the, the air fills your lungs so hard that they explode or something like that. Yeah. I, that those are the things that I've heard about that Yeah, theory. apparently it turns out not to be entirely true. Mm. So, I mean, if you want to hear more about those, just let us know. Or, I mean, I we'll probably cover them all in future, but whatever one you want to yeah. hear about first. Yeah. Just let us know uh, at ShipTie on Twitter. Yes. Or show at shiptieintransit.com. Mm, that is the email address. That is the email address, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> there is also a Facebook page as well. Yes. Uh, where you can find us and post us questions, which is what Helen did. Yes. Um, my quick shit this week is also food-based. Oh, really? Because I thought I'd tie it in quite loosely. 
let them eat cake. Right. Is a phrase. Ah, yes. Commonly attributed to Marie Antoinette. Yes. No. 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 Not true. Uh, she was the queen consort of Louis XVI. Um, and the... Somehow, like, she was quite... Um, she, she wasn't as vacuous as history makes out, apparently. Right. Uh, I could go into a lot more detail on this as well. There's a lot of detail in yeah. these articles. Um, so, again, this could be one for a larger... Yeah, a larger myth in future. Myth. Um, but basically, um, she... There's no evidence to say that Marie Antoinette ever uttered those words yeah. or anything like them. There's a lot of misattributed quotes yeah. floating around, isn't there? Yes. Um, the phrase can be interpreted in other ways. Um, it could be ironic or even it could be ironic. Yes. Like they think it is like basically what it is. The peasants were starving. They couldn't even afford bread. So Marie Antoinette is supposed to have said, ah, let them eat cake. Yeah. Because it's thought that she's so vacuous and stupid and had no idea of how the peasant lived. Yeah. That she was just like, oh, they can eat cake though. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Um, but it could also be a genuine attempt to offer cake to the poor as an alternative to the bread they couldn't afford because yeah. the royalty has lots of cake. But the original French is, uh, and I'm going to try my hardest to do French now, and I don't, I haven't done okay. French since I was about 15. No, and I'm kind of learning French on and off, so I might be able um, to. <laughs> is qu'il magno de la brioche. Yeah. Which is, Sounds let them fair. eat brioche. Yes. Which is not a cake. It's a pastry, isn't it's it? It's a pastry-based thing, but... That aside, it's a mistranslation. It yeah. doesn't really matter. What um, where it actually comes from is uh, a memoir from Louis the Eighteenth, um, where he states um, that that, but he attributed it to um, a princess called Marie Therese, right? Uh, who was the wife of Louis the Fourteenth, right? Which was years before Louis yeah. the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette. Oh, okay. So, in actual fact. It seems more likely, and it's not just his. Um, there, there's another um, or biographer um, from the time, or you know these people that kept diaries, like Samuel Pepys. Um, uh, what's his name? Rousseau. Um, he he mentioned a great princess, and he said that it was spoken. The the phrase was coined in 1770. But that's two or three years before Marie Antoinette even arrived. In France from Austria. Right, okay. So it must be this Marie Therese. So it was lost in history, it was the wrong princess. Yeah, and because Marie Antoinette was vilified by the French during the revolution and she was beheaded, right. it was attributed to her because she was apparently ignorant and the peasants didn't like her that much. Oh, okay. So there you go. Interesting. But again, you know, it, there, there's a lot more to it than just that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's difficult keeping it to a quick shit. Yes, but hey... So if you want to learn more about that as well, yeah, we can I mean, certainly. we can post all the things so you can mm. go and read them yourself anyway. Yeah. So my main ship time transit, my, my debunked myth, mm. or is it, um, is that KFC were made to change their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, mm -hmm. in the 90s because they were gen using genetically modified chickens in their food. I see. So this is something that has been floating around since the 90s. But like all myths with the advent of Facebook and the popularization of like social media, it was floating around more recently as well with mm. this horrific picture of a, of a chicken with like four legs and four wings and oh, bald. Yeah, You've I seen think this before. I've seen that picture before. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is that real? 
Oh, okay. Sorry. See, we'll see. I, I personally believe that photo is photoshopped. Yeah. Um, so it's the chickens are said to be being kept alive by tubes inserted into their bodies to pump blood and nutrients throughout their structure. They have no beaks. But that one doesn't have a beak, actually, to be fair. I never noticed that before. No feathers and no feet. How's it standing up? Their bone structure is dramatically shrunk to get more meat out of them. Mm. Have you ever eaten a KFC chicken wing? There's a lot of bone in there. Yeah. For a start. Yeah. Like, that's on a personal level. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're not allowed to use the word chicken because it's not chicken. It's yeah. genetically modified. And these, these are rumours spread uh, by letters. This is from an email in 1999. So KFC has been part of our American tradition for many years. Many people day in, day out, eat a KFC, ate at KFC religiously. Do they really know what they are eating? During recent study of KFC done at the University of New Hampshire, they have found some very upsetting facts. Now, straight off of that, mm. the University of Hampshire have said they never a study was never oh, ever really? conducted. Okay. So th you th tend this to study doesn't... These. You tend to believe these things where it's like, oh, the university of so-and-so did a study into this and you're like, oh, well, okay. Then. Yeah, when the university has been like, contacted, they're like, no such study exists. Hmm. Um, first of all, has anybody noticed that just recently the company changed their name? Kentucky Fried Chicken has become KFC. Does anybody know why? We thought it was real, the real reason was because of the word fried, because obviously hmm. people becoming more and more yeah, aware conscious, of health yeah. stuff. Yeah, It's not. The reason they call it KFC is because they cannot use the word chicken anymore. Because KFC does not use real chickens. And then these chickens are kept alive that way. No beaks, no feathers. This is great for mm. KFC because they do not have to pay so much for their production costs. There is no more plucking of the feathers or removal of the beaks and feet. The government has told them to change all of their menus so they do not say chicken anywhere. If you look closely, you will notice this. Listen to their commercials. I guarantee you will not see or hear the word chicken. I find this matter to be very disturbing. I hope people will start to realise this and let other people know. Please forward this message to as many people as you can. Together we can make KFC start using real chicken again. Hmm, not likely. Uh, so that was in 1999 and a pretty much verbatim word for word thing has been floating around recently on okay. Facebook. The same letter. Really? But, you know, stuff's been changed yeah. to modernise it. Uh, it's... <sighs> I've been trying to think back to KFC adverts now and seeing whether there is any mention of chicken. Well, let um, me play you one from January 2014. Please do. Now, I will state this one is in the UK, so the FDA don't have any sort yeah, of... This, yeah. But what are they called over here? KFC. Yeah. Yeah. They've changed the name over here as well. Half price. You are joking. Watch this. <laughs> He's playing with a clown's lamp thing. I hate it. It's a bargain. No, this is a bargain. A bucket of chicken and fries, all for under a tenner. Bucket of chicken Take and fries. There you go. So they use the word chicken. And you think as well if um, the British Food Association had a problem with the chicken that KFC was using, there would be a similar ban. Yeah, we're on... a lot harder on our food. Yeah. Like our nutrient facts and things like <clears throat> that. Really are, yeah. I mean, we've got um, guidelines, GDAs on the front of everything to tell you how much fat and salt and sugar and everything is in it. Yeah. They have to... They have to label exactly what it is. This whole horse meat scandal from last year yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. was a massive kind of, you know, eye opener for a lot of places. Like everywhere was suddenly under scrutiny. And I never heard anything about KFC no. in the horse meat scandal. Exactly. Because they started looking for everything then, didn't they? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They start looking <clears> into everything. But I mean, the, the problem is you get people, and there's this guy, he's uh, Gabriel Arthur Petrie. Uh, on conspiracies.livejournal.com. Oh, yeah. These people yeah. 
don't help the matter. And <laughs> yeah. they go stretching and digging and yeah. gripping to the last hope they've got to make yeah. this true. I mean, I'm a g- I am I like a conspiracy I theory. Don't. And I know that... Um, I, I like a that, good conspiracy theory. Yeah. Stuff like JFK mm. is fine. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying that every... Cons- I, I jump yeah, onto yeah, yeah. everything. There are certain ones that I love and there are certain ones that I think are ludicrous. Yeah. And I know that this show could be lumped in with conspiracy theorists occasionally, possibly depending on the type of um, thing that we yeah. we report on. But like I'm saying now is like, yes, we can say this has been debunked and, mm. you know, the KFC thing, Snopes, who are, the they look into everything. They are yeah, debunked. Yeah. They say it's totally false. Mm. But there's always people. You go into Google oh, and God. you search KFC conspiracy yeah. and you will find someone. Well, even the comments underneath that, um, the io9 article about the mummy, there's, there's people still thinking that, like this girl is undead there's a conspiracy what possible <laughs> conspiracy could there be what who could benefit from this mm. but this guy uh dusting off the kfc mutant chicky chicken chicky chicken theory unresolved so he's like well it's not been explained good enough mm. so it could still be true and he starts going on about debunking websites and saying like no debunking site links to any official page hosted by kfc or its parent company yum brands which is important mm-hmm as a source of an official stance or statement on the subject. You look on the KFC website, it says chicken a lot everywhere. Mm. And he says, an interest in the University of New Hampshire's official site on the subject shows use of language that might allow them to sidestep the issue without responsibility. Yeah. Um, an active internet hoax of the urban legend type falsely claims that KFC... K- <laughs> KFC. I'm reading ahead. So I'm yeah, starting to yeah. see and saying chicken. was using genetically engineered organisms instead of chickens. The hoax includes reference to an unspecified study of KFC done at the University of New Hampshire. An unspecified study. Mm. There is no such research or study that was done here. Okay. That seems fine. Yeah. By the words falsely claims, the university may simply be referring to the fact that their version of the story, printed at the bottom of the page, mentions a University of New Hampshire study that the university maintains was never actually conducted. You would think that university would, for the sake of clarity, not mention the study at all, except to state that they have not performed one. Then they could move on to discussing other aspects of the alleged legend. This isn't done. Instead, after calling the story false, they explain that it is false because it contains a reference to a study that was never conducted. And then the details of the rest of the debunking are handed over to debunking sites who are somehow officials on the subject. So he's saying, like, they say, oh, the study wasn't done. You can look here to find out why. They've not gone into it any further. Yeah. Why would they need to? Yeah. Like, if a study's not been done... It's not been it's done. It's not been done. Like, it doesn't mean that the Just opposite... Be- is happening yeah just because it's not specific yeah like that's very odd like yeah i've never flown a plane i'm not going to explain why mm. i've just never flown a plane does that mean i have flown a plane i have a theory it's... as to why kfc changed its name and i'll see what you think after you've finished well it's just this guy is gripping to the last things and he says like the use of chickens never used other mm. than to say that they're foul i think not foul they're um i'll try and find it but the the, the a roundabout word for birds mm, fowl fowl mm. he's saying they're fowl are kept in chicken houses and that's the only use of the word chicken is to refer to a structure rather than an animal right and it's like they're sidestepping it and it's just like you're gripping onto the last hopes that mm. this could be true and it's these people that people read that site and go well you know it could be true actually. yeah now, despite the fact that Yum Brands supply many restaurants mm. with their chicken yeah. that is referred to yeah, as who chicken. Else does, who else do Yum provide chicken to? Uh, do, 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 do. Yes, at some point. Sorry, I, 
I'm hurrying you along. No, I? it's fine. No, 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 no. You're asking me something that I haven't got. Uh, I hop. <laughs> I hop. Right. International House of Pancakes, I mm-hmm. believe, is one. Uh, no, sorry, they're just referring to abbreviations. Is like oh, IHOP right, yeah. and mm. Hojo. Apparently, they're all American. Yeah. Uh, oh, there we go. Yum Brands, a corporation that also includes Taco Bell and Pizza Hut chain of restaurants. All of these outlets serve chicken and obtain yes. their supplies through the same sources. Right. Which would require Yum Brands to operate an even more massively huge series of mutant chicken farms to keep its restaurants fully supplied. Yeah. So if it's like supplying these massive restaurants, they would mm. need a huge farm of mutant chickens. Yeah. And I've got no. Um, I've got no. I'm under no illusion that they probably use battery hens. Mm. No illusion at all. Because there's we're no not way saying that they treat their animals yeah. very well. No, we're at not, all. We're not. We're not defending KFC or Yum. Yeah, oh, we're not affiliated or defending no. them or anything. No, like, because battery farming is wrong. It's disgusting. As well. Yeah. Um, but to yeah. genetically modify a chicken so it has six legs. <laughs> if they could do that, can you imagine what they could do yeah. with humans? Mm, yeah, precisely. Like regrow limbs and things like that. Mm. That is a specific like, feat of genetic engineering. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm. Yes, they can grow ears on mice and they can make rabbits glow in the dark. Yes. Yeah. Um, but regrowing limbs, changing somebody's, changing an animal's DNA structure to yeah. say you've now got four legs and four wings, no feathers and no beak. That is That's... like science on a massive, massively advanced level. Mm. It seems highly unlikely. It does. I don't believe it for a second. You, you know, everyone makes up their own minds about it, but... Yeah. I you know, have got a theory as to why KFC changed its like name. This, they've said in here, KFC have stated why they changed their name. Okay. Right. I be, uh, I'm sure they did. Or Yeah, here you go. you got on the Snopes as well. KFC site clearly describes its product as chicken numerous times, something it could hardly get away with if the government were prohibiting mm. the word. And they've changed, like I say, they've changed their name over here. The FDA have no jurisdiction yeah. over here. Yeah, but it happened at roughly the same time. It happened in the 90s. Yes. What else happened in the 90s? Oh, don't. I'm not history, man. The proliferation of the internet. Uh, yes. What's easier to type into a uh, type into a URL? That's very true. Is it www.kentuckyfriedchicken.com? Or yeah, is I mean, www.kfc.com. That's the thing. They do own that URL as well, KentuckyFriedChicken.com, which redirects because, to KFC.com. Yeah, because that was the original company name. It. But it's like even I'm going to use a really shit example, but Limp Biscuit, the oh, band, yeah. changed their name from Limp Biscuit to Limp Biscuit. It's one yeah. word. Oh, okay. Because that's how you search for it on the internet. It's like a lot of things. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, And as well, I'm sure that's why IHOP changed its name. I'm sure yeah. that's why... Or, let's put it in an even less sort of... Or an or even easier abhpod.com. Yeah. Tom, mm. what's your favourite chicken to eat? KFC. KFC. Yeah. Yeah. It's KFC. It's easier yeah. to say. And people said KFC. People abbreviated it anyway. Exactly. It's, it's so much simpler. They say we changed it to KFC because it's just a lot easier to say. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a better branding. KFC. Yeah. Kentucky Fried. Kentucky. No. You're, you're counting syllables. Oh, you are counting chicken. syllables. Yeah. Six. Six syllables. It's, it's half the syllables. It is as easy. It's marketing. Do people. you want to go to KFC or do you want to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken? I know what I'd rather say, <clears> given my <throat> current state of speech. <laughs> in this episode <laughs> KFC is just easier to say it's better branding mm-hmm. and I think that's as simple as the name changes but unfortunately doing something like that eliminating the word chicken gives people rise to create conspiracy theories yeah which and are those unfounded. conspiracy theories I hate mm. I just, it's people stretching people finding a reason yes although if you created one of those wouldn't you be 
totally chuffed with yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially if it was back in the 90s that you started this and some troll it's has still decided going. to pick it up this many years later. Nearly yeah. Again, nearly 20 years later. Yeah. You know. So on the whole, the theory has been debunked. There are still going to be detractors of the mm. debunking. Yeah. Just like People pretty much everything it. we talk about on this show. Yeah, and like you said, with the, the girl blinking, the mummy blinking, yeah. it, that article says, no, it doesn't blink, and this is why. People yeah. go, yeah, but hmm. what if? Precisely. So take everything with a pinch of salt. Indeed. Do a bit of research. Make up your own mind. And if you want us to talk about it, let us know what it is that you yes. want us to talk about. And of Again. course, we're not making up your mind for you. We're just giving you other information mm. that you can go and make up your own mind. I think... That's that. KFC is KFC just because it's easy. Yeah. Not because there's mutant chickens. Yeah. And dead little girls from 100 years ago. You know what's going to happen next or very soon? What's that? People are going to say they came from space. Maybe. Rather than being genetically engineered. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's very topical. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want to uh, contribute and come up with your own myths or Mm -hmm. if you've got something you want to talk about, just get in contact with us. And we'll yes. uh, either talk to you about it and record, or you can record your own episode. Yeah, with your friends or other yeah. podcasters, or like get in touch with one of us. Or just send us a load of links and information and we'll talk um, about it for you. Yeah. Mm. Soon enough. Um, and you can send those, like I say, to show at shiptimetransit.com yeah. or abhpod at gmail.com, yeah. which is a lot easier to type, really. Yeah, true. Yes, <laughs> um, we are affiliated with ABH. Yes. Um, um, you can find us on twitter at shipped high you can you can find us on um facebook i think if you just search i don't know whether it is shipped high in transit is it uh, i believe it is <laughs> we're there search <laughs> we're there for somewhere. search for shipped high in transit and you'll find us uh and again email us at show at shipped high in transit or abhpod at gmail.com yeah. or email the facebook page or get in yeah. contact with, just comment on things, you know. Yes. Um, let us know what you want to talk about. We've thrown out a couple of things in the uh, middle section of the show that you can vote for. Yeah, maybe um, we'll look at creating a poll somehow. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, um, more interaction there. Um, also, if you have enjoyed the show, um, go over to iTunes or Stitcher mm, yes. and give us a review or a rating because that helps other people find us. Yeah. And, yeah. it you know, it gives us more to talk about. Mm. And if and you go to www.podcastland.com, yes. you can vote for us on there as well. You can upvote us so that we appear higher up on the main page. You can. Just stick in your email. If you don't want an email from them, just uncheck the box. Yeah, it's very to simple. To opt into marketing very and just vote and you don't get any junk. If you are interested and you want to find more podcasts, just leave that checkbox. Yeah. Mm. and they will send you information about the top podcasts indeed which hopefully will be us who knows if you, if you do your job that would be um, great. <laughs> <laughs> and also you can actually support ship time transit.com um ship time transit yes. you can go to ship time transit.com you actually, do you can and or abhpod.com and you can go to that page and up in the top right hand corner is an amazon banner mm. and you can go and do your shopping just click it and do your shopping on amazon as you always would and doesn't change the experience at all it just nope. gives them a special link so they know that you came from us mm-hmm. and they will give us five percent of, of what purchase. you spend yeah which is important because it means we can keep going yeah it does and our partners don't get upset with us spending hours doing this <laughs> <laughs> so um ship time transit episode number two finally done. yeah hopefully there'll be a third episode out much quicker than two months time yes. i can assure you yes things are <laughs> happening they are um but yes so for this time for for this time 
for this episode. For this episode, I've been Tom with uh, my blinking mummy. Yes, and I've been Ant with my mutant chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See ya.